welcome to episode six of the Beauty Business Podcast. This is the show that connects you to the people, tools, tips, and advice to help you get your beauty business or salon, clinic, or spa to where you want it to be. Maybe a little bit beyond that too. I'm your host here on the Beauty Business Podcast, and I'm on a mission to help mobile therapists, home salons, and independent salons and spas to reach their business goals through simple, practical, and focused business advice, ideas, and tips. Every couple of weeks, I'll be releasing a new episode, which will be packed with information covering the topics that beauty business owners are struggling with right now. It's not just me either. I'll bring you experts from within the industry and also outside of the health and beauty industry to help bring you their advice to help you grow your business the right way. Now, I can't tell you how to do a better massage, manicure or facial, but I can help you to get more of the client that you want, reduce your costs, increase your profits, sell more retail, control your time and ultimately make more money for all your hard work and efforts. Today's show is in two parts. Part one is the continuation of the software month here on the Beauty Business Podcast, and we are covering 11 tips to get the most from your salon software systems. You have, or are about to, invest your hard-earned money and limited time to implement a software system into your business. It should save you time and make you more money, and these 11 tips will help you make sure it does. Part two of the show today is an interview or conversation with an experienced salon owner turned successful salon business coach and mentor. We talk about his struggles with software over the years, what he would look for in salon software and also his tips to get the most from your software investment too. Trust me, you want to stick around for the interview if only for the one unbelievably simple tip that he gives out almost as an aside, that can increase your revenue by around 20% for every single client you have. I have never heard this particular topic explained like this before, so make sure you don't miss it. Also, if you're a salon software company out there, we talk about a few ideas that we think would make the perfect salon software. So there's some free ideas for you to uh, take away and hopefully improve your own software. But before we get into today's show proper, I just want to share with you a review from an iTunes listener that I spotted just this morning before I started recording. It says, This is a dream come true, Adam. You've created an amazing show and one that's been missing for our industry for a while. Absolutely love it. Thank you and can't wait to hear more. That came from a listener called Be Beautiful X or possibly Be Beautiful Kiss. Thank you so much for that, Be Beautiful. It's reviews like that that tell me I'm actually helping people and that is my number one goal here. If you like the show, if you find value in it, or even if you have a comment or suggestion to make it better, please head over to iTunes and leave a rating and review. It not only helps me to improve the show, but it helps other aspiring salon and beauty business owners find the show and benefit from it too. Okay, let's get on with today's show. So, if you have followed the articles on the website at salonbusinesssecrets.com and the previous podcasts here, we have already covered the basic questions to ask yourself before considering salon software, and then how to choose the best software for your beauty business, salon or spa. 
And if you followed the advice there and have possibly made a decision, now I want to help you get the most from your new software and your investment in time and money. So without further ado, here are my top 11 tips plus a couple of bonus tips to get the most from your new software system. Okay, so tip number one is to start out with the right software for you and your business. Just because a piece of software is right for one salon doesn't necessarily mean it's right for your salon. So it's important to make sure you start out with the right software for you. Now I've written an article that covers this topic in detail to walk you through it. You can find that article on www.salonbusinesssecrets.com forward slash software one. And in there, I talk about why it's so important to take your time and choose the right software for your business. I explain why just because software is right for one salon doesn't mean it's right for every single salon. And this could be down to the functions that it has, how it's used, how you like to work, even just down to the way that it looks can all make a difference as to how well a piece of software works in any business. I point out how an investment in software isn't just an investment in money terms. It's also an investment in time as well. So it's important so you don't waste your money and waste your time that you get the right piece of software. I'd rather you spend a little bit more time beforehand making sure you make the right choice than having to do everything again when you realize that you've picked the wrong piece of software in the first place. Now, to help you out, in the article, you will find a checklist that you can download uh, and you can go straight to that if you want to at www.salonbusinesssecrets.com forward slash software checklist. And there you will find a complete checklist of all the things you need to do to help you pick the right software for your business. Also, you'll find a full list of salon software providers, which I'll also put a link to in the show notes for this episode. So read the article, follow the checklist and get started with the right software. As I've said, the right software will save you time and make you more money. The wrong software will cost you time and money. Tip number two is to take your time and set up your software correctly. This is something that I am really quite passionate about. You could have the most amazing software in the world, but if you haven't taken the time to set it up correctly in the first place, you will always be trying to catch up with yourself and you'll never quite get to the point where your software is making the difference to your business that it could do. When you first decide to take on software, there's a psychological shift that happens and it puts you in this position of learning where you're ready to start using the system, you're enthusiastic about it, you want to know how it can help you. You accept that you're going to need to focus on this and take that time to really get it right. Now, this is a hard thing to get back once you've already started using the piece of software on a day-to-day -day basis. Here's an example. Imagine you enter all of your treatments into your new software, but you don't quite take the time to check your prices and you just enter them all from memory to save yourself a bit of time now. Imagine you get one price wrong and it's too low. It may be weeks before you notice, and in all that time, you have undercharged your clients and lost money. Even if you get a price wrong and it's too high, you may not realise it, but your clients will, and they will either think that you were trying to charge them too much, and if you're lucky, they will say something. However, if you're unlucky, they may pay you once, but they may just never come back again. 
Take this one simple pricing mistake and spread it throughout the setup of a brand new system. And what you did quickly to save you time will ultimately cost you money, cost you time, and could possibly even cost you clients. So take your time to set up the software properly. Check everything when you're entering it, even if this means you taking a day off from doing treatments and focusing on the task. Trust me, it will be worth it in the long run. As a bonus tip, does your new software supplier offer a setup service? A couple of software companies have an option to send them all your details, staff information, working patterns, retail products, treatments, etc., and they will set up your system for you. While this might seem like an indulgence, it is an option that's worth considering if you prefer not to sit and enter data into a computer for an extended period of time. While on the one hand, entering your own information into your new software is a fantastic way to learn, it is more important that your software is set up correctly from day one. So ask your supplier about their setup service offerings and give this some serious consideration. Tip number three is to get training. Now this is linked to the previous point to make sure that everything's set up correctly. But in a similar way, you could have the most incredible all singing, all dancing salon software system the world has ever seen. But if you don't know how to use it, then it's worthless to you. Personally, I'm still a big fan of full on in-person training. It works in schools, in colleges, in universities all over the world. So if your new software supplier offers this and you have the time, then I seriously advise you to consider proper one-to-one -one training to really get the most from your software from day one. However, many indie salon and beauty business owners just don't have that amount of time in one block. Plus, this can be an expensive option to start out with. So there is another way to go. Lots of salon and software companies these days offer both an extensive range of training videos as well as live training webinars. And these are training sessions that are held on the internet where you can tune in live and ask questions and get answers straight away. It's a really great alternative to one-on-one -on -one in-person training and it can cost a lot less and it means you can do it in smaller chunks. My advice here would be to treat these videos and webinars as if you were really sat in a classroom or a lecture hall. Don't just have them on in the corner of your computer screen while you're reading your emails or looking at Facebook. You won't learn that way. So set a time when you're going to watch the video or block out the time in your diary or schedule when the webinar is happening. Turn off your mobile and tell any staff or team members to give you peace and quiet for the time it takes you so you can concentrate. Bonus tip, take notes and teach. The best way to learn, according to Michael Friedman from Harvard University, is through note-taking. Note-taking, whilst being taught, enhances the understanding and retention of the information being taught. What's interesting is that the method holds true even if the student who takes the notes never even looks at them again. So, while you're watching the video or webinar, have a pen and paper and jot down useful information whilst you are listening to enhance your learning. And if possible, teach someone what you've just learned and that will really help to internalise that knowledge and make sure you retain it for longer and apply it more often. Tip number four, don't try to use everything from the start. Another big mistake that I often see salons and spas make when they take on new software is to try to use too much of it right from the start. 
Your new software is likely to have a great many features, and it's often the most advanced features that you really want to play with, such as sending out marketing emails, multi-level pricing, or yield management capabilities. But with a new software system, particularly if this is your first software system, I recommend you stick to your requirements list that you have created when you purchased the software. Remember the must-haves and nice-to-haves from the article? Stick to those aspects of the software you identified as must-have to start with. Learn these, make sure all your team are using these features consistently and correctly before you start to adopt new features of the software. Your software supplier should help guide you through this process and help you to get the basics in place, then suggest aspects of the software that might be right for you to start using next. Personally, I recommend a three-month rolling adoption plan for any new major features within Salon or Spa management software. It takes about this length of time to bring in a new feature, set it up correctly, adopt any procedures and make sure all your team are using it correctly and for it to become the norm before you add any further features to your procedures. Of course, if you work on your own, then this can take a lot less time, but I still urge you to master each feature fully until it becomes simply part of your daily or weekly habits before you start focusing on another aspect or feature of the software. Remember, your software should save you time, not take up your time. Tip number five is to keep it tidy, just like your salon. As you and your team use the software, you will naturally make a couple of mistakes. You'll get distracted, you'll accidentally close down the software, any number of things. Over time, these small accidents and mistakes can cause problems in your software. A classic example that plagues all software management systems is that of duplicated client records. It's so easily done. You're in a hurry, you're booking in Angela Smith and you see you have seven A Smiths already on the system. You're not sure which one she is and so you just quickly create a new client record for A Smith rather than looking through the others and now you have eight A Smiths on your system. Four of these are probably duplicate records for Angela where other people have done just what you did right now. Over time, this mounts up. This doesn't just apply to client records. There are stock items and treatments that you stop offering over time, discount and promotion codes that apply only for a certain time period, seasonal offers, etc, etc, etc. All these things will start to fill up your screen when searching for items within your system and increase the likelihood of mistakes, further compounding the problem. So, just like you clear down your manicure station at the end of each day, clean the wax pots and reset your treatment rooms, do the same with your software. I'm not saying you have to do this every day, but once every three months or so, make a bit of time to keep your system clean and tidy. Archive those treatments and products and codes that you no longer use. Remove any duplicated client records or ask your software supplier if they have any deduplication tools built into the software. Keep your system well maintained and it will keep running like any well maintained piece of equipment you might use. It will last you longer, serve you better and stop you having to spend a much larger amount of money and time further down the line when things have got out of hand. Tip number seven is don't keep the knowledge to yourself. Delegate tasks. Okay, so this tip is definitely aimed at a salon with at least two members of staff. However, if you work on your own, but you get any kind of help from a partner, husband, wife, boyfriend, sister, friend, etc., then it can apply to you too. Any software works best and returns the biggest benefit when it is used correctly and consistently. 
Now, it's certainly a challenge with any sort of software solution to ensure that every single user is using it the same way, especially if there are usually a number of ways to achieve the same result. For example, the process of making a booking can often be started in a number of ways, like clicking on the appointment book or clicking an add new booking button or from different device like an iPad or an iPhone. However, as beauty therapists and nail technicians, you have an advantage. You learned your skills in a methodical fashion and you would expect the same service to be delivered to a client no matter which member of the team they saw. It's the same with how you use your computer software. Each member of your team should be using the software in the same way. It's not easy, and that's why it's potentially easy to try and keep everything to yourself, so only one member of the team can perform certain tasks. But what happens when this team member is away from the salon, either on holiday or off sick? Those tasks that only they know how to do either don't get done or they get done wrong. Spread the knowledge around the team. Sure, delegate responsibilities so maybe one person is responsible for creating new treatments and another person for inputting rotors and another for keeping the stock list up to date. But make sure that more than one person knows how to do each task. So that way, if someone is away for a period of time or leaves the salon, your software system isn't abandoned too. Remember, correctly and consistently is the key. Tip number eight, create a system. Your software is there to keep you organized, to save you time and to make you more money, but it can't do everything for you. There are always gonna be daily tasks you need to do to keep your system up to date. This of course applies to pretty much anything in business, but particularly to your software. If there is a task you do every day or even every week, create a system. Write down what needs to be done, when it needs to be done and why. This could be anything like, opening up the till for the day, entering the float, printing out a therapist job sheet or client notes for the day, preparing treatment consultation forms, sending out your appointment reminders, following up on yesterday's no-shows, and the list goes on. Creating a simple process, a list of instructions to follow, not only ensures that it gets done, but that it gets done on time and in the correct way every single time. Why should you include the why? Because stating a reason for doing something doubles the chances of it happening. Don't believe me? I'll put a link to an article explaining this in more detail in the show notes. The funny thing is, is that the why doesn't even need to be all that specific. Simply putting the word because and a statement loosely related to the task in hand is enough to make sure it's done more regularly and accurately. Read the article and you'll see what I'm talking about. Tip number nine is to automate. Having built your systems from the previous tip, it may be possible to save even more time by having your software automate certain tasks for you. Things like sending out appointment reminders might be possible to have your system to do for you. Also, things like producing daily reports, sending out marketing messages and promotions and other things like that. This is a great facility to have, but you also need to take care with automation. It's all too easy to think something is in place and working when it might have stopped working for some reason. Software occasionally does that. It could be a setting that got turned off by accident. It could be an update to the software that meant that it's no longer in place. All kinds of things. Whenever you automate a task, create a system to check that it's working correctly. 
This doesn't need to be every day. It could be once a week, but just check that what you expect to be happening really is happening. Otherwise, even though you think appointment reminders are being sent out, they may not be and you won't know until you suddenly find yourself standing around, missing clients and losing money. Tip number 10. Invest in ongoing training. Now, I've already explained how important I think knowing how to properly use your software is. To me, it is as important, if not even just a little bit more important than having the best software in the first place. After all, knowing how to use the worst software will get you better results than having the very best software and having no clue how to even take a booking. So I would advise you keep yourself regularly up to date with training. Whether this be one-to-one -one training in person, online videos or webinars, make sure you keep up to speed with using your software. This goes for members of your team and especially new team members. Bad habits have a funny habit themselves of spreading quickly. If you or one of your team members starts using the software incorrectly, this will spread to other team members and new team members alike. Before you know it, you are blaming your software for a problem of your own making. Trust me, I've seen this happen too many times. Tip number 11 is to keep up with new features. Following on from the previous point about keeping up to date with training, this applies as well to new features. Any good salon software company will constantly be adding new features to their software to improve it. In the case of online software suppliers, this happens at an even more rapid pace, both because they are relatively new products with lots of features to keep adding, but the capability of this type of software is such that your software supplier can add features overnight to your system without you even knowing about it, and the next day you log in and there's new features there. If you followed my advice in the recent article, How to Choose the Best Salon Software, you put a great deal of effort into looking at the features of your salon software when you purchased it. But the majority of salons and spas don't keep up to speed with new features available in their software that could benefit their business. Your software supplier will probably have a newsletter that you can sign up for, which will give you information and keep you updated about new features and offers that they have. Make sure you're receiving it and make sure you read it. Watch any training videos or webinars available and ensure you fully understand a feature and that it will actually benefit your business before you start using it. Just because you can change the colour of your appointment screen from white to pink doesn't mean it's actually going to benefit your business in any way. So make sure you keep up to date with new features, but make sure they're going to benefit your business before you do anything. So there you have it. I hope you found those tips useful and whether you have just recently started using software or you are yet to make a decision, make sure you make the most of it when you put it in place. Now, as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, we have a part two today and it's an interview with a fantastic new friend of mine all the way from Australia. We talk about his experiences with software, what would make the perfect salon software, and he also gives away an incredible tip which could easily increase your annual revenue from each client by 20% or more. So let's get into part two of today's episode.
Since launching the podcast, I've made some wonderful connections as people have, quote, found me and they've reached out to say hi. One of those individuals got in contact with me all the way from Australia. We've chatted since a couple of times and within those chats, I've discovered that we share a particular passion um, for Salon software and have some strong thoughts about it. Um, Where my background has generally included the use of Salon or Spa software and often Um, the development and strategic direction of that software. My guest today's passion is from the other side of the fence as a salon owner and end user of, uh, I believe, various software systems. And as this is the software month here on Salon Business Secrets, I thought it would be great to get him on to have a chat and get his views on the subject. So welcome all the way from Australia, Richard McCabe. Hi. Hi, Adam. How are you? I'm I'm good. I'm good. It's, It's great to speak to you. Thank you very much for your time today. I do appreciate it. Not a problem. Not a problem at all. Cool. So, Rich, for those people listening who haven't heard of you, I've already mentioned that you were a salon owner. You're doing something slightly different these days. But just so we can get to know you a little bit better, could you give us a, a, a brief little history and also a bit of information about what you're doing these days? Yeah, for sure. Um, I was a hairdresser um, from the Midlands in the United Kingdom way, way, way back in the 90s. I became a salon owner by the age of 21. Um, I ran a salon that I thought I was going to change the world for five years and realized that um, I was taking one step forward and three steps back. Um, I employed a business coach back then and uh, my business went tenfold very, very fast and I got to a stage where I was searching for more in life and um, that search took me all the way to Australia where I opened a salon And I mixed with some of the bigger boys over here and realized that a lot of salons that I've met in two places around the world were most of them I met were just failing. They didn't have any business structure at all. Mm -hmm. Hence that I went into business coaching about three years ago um, and I've been coaching salons um, for free for um, two years, building up my framework and, um, coming to a, a stage where we've now 10 weeks ago I decided to sell my salon and concentrate on coaching full-time as I realized that I don't have the capability of running a salon and salon coaching at the same time because I can't give a hundred percent of myself to both amazing amazing now you didn't say it but I'm going to say it, it wasn't just you had uh, one successful salon you have done it a couple of times, multiple times, is it? Two or three? Yep. I've had um, four businesses that are salon related. Um, one was mobile in the United Kingdom, a salon in the United Kingdom, and I've been a multiple salon owner here. I've had more than one salon over here. All started from scratch. Excellent. And I believe award winning over in Australia as well. They are award-winning. Um, they definitely are award-winning, and I'm and I'm almost close to being an award-winning coach as well at the moment. Amazing! So I'm very close. Excellent. So here we go. We've got someone couldn't be uh, couldn't be speaking to anyone better about uh, this subject and others. So um, that's great. Thank you very much for that. So we're talking about software this month, and as I've already mentioned, we discovered that we both have pretty strong ideas when it comes to salon software. So let's kind of get stuck into that uh, subject now. Already this month, we've looked at the topic from the angles of what are the first questions to ask when someone might be considering looking at salon software and also 
from there how to choose the best salon software for your business. And I'm not sure if you've had a chance to read or listen to the, the podcast or the articles so far, but, but let's just get your thoughts, first of all, on what questions do you think a salon owner should ask themselves when they're considering software? I think the the uh, comments that you brought up in your last podcast was perfect for the beginner to choose um, what elements they would like. I always think on a computer system, you should be thinking about what impacts your business and work backwards. So if it's very, very important to you that you want to count how much your staff take, how much retail your staff take, or you set targets, and I think the quicker you can get that information into your lap, the better it is. So whatever information you feel that actually will impact you and your readable ability of what's going on in your salon is the best place to start and then work backwards from there. Excellent. So I guess the, the very first question I asked was, do you, do you think every salon needs software? Should a salon start out with software or is it maybe a complication that they don't need to start with? What are your kind of views on that? I think um, most people choose a software that I'm aware of, the people I come in contact with because they feel they have to have this system and right. they feel that it is something that they have to own and it's a bit like um, a status symbol. I feel that sometimes they would be better off with pen and paper Okay. personally. Mm-hmm. And why is that? Is I, that do you think it, cause it, it, it uncomplicates things to start with or? I think back in the olden days, we used to have pen and paper for our appointment book and we used to have a good old fashioned till with a few little codes on and it only used to tell us about four things that was going on in the business. And I think that for some people, them four things are as much as they can cope with. Um, And that's the only reason I choose pen and paper. I think everyone should choose a software company. I think I've just come to a stage where I've not found a software company that really is gives you good value for what you pay for one. Oh, that's interesting. So mm-hmm. I, I sort of mentioned in, in one of the previous articles that obviously we, we kind of tend to think about just booking software when we talk about software for salons, but obviously there are lots of different types. So it seems to me you're kind of more advocating a stick with the simples when it comes to the appointment side, but maybe look at a till system first or, or even just a good old fashioned basic till and just focus on getting the money in before trying to complicate things. Is that is that kind of what I'm hearing there? I think the majority of people I've met in the United Kingdom and Australia who have a software system only ever use it as a till or a booking system. And that's all they ever use it for. They don't ever, ever use anything more than that. So all they have is an expensive till. So um, my comments were only if that's all they're going to use it for, Mm -hmm. then you might as well just use pen and paper and a till. Cool. I think that there is so much information that a software company will give you and it will tell you everything that's going on in your salon. It's just the fact that majority of people like hair and beauty and spa owners are artistic people and our brains tend to be more um, creative and more picture aware than number aware. And we probably shied away from maths all our school life Mm-hmm. We've then fallen into being a, a business owner <laughs> and then someone comes along to say this computer system will help you run your business and then as they print off all these numbers, they don't have a clue what to do with them. Right. Okay. But did you find value from using software? 
Oh, I, I think it was. I, I'm a I'm a bit of a, 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 a freaky sort of guy because I love maths and I love hairdressing, <laughs> which is very unusual to get that in a position. Um, so when when I, when I went from paper, which was probably I was way back. I was in the early boys. It was probably way back to almost 20 years ago. I just adored the fact that I could press a few buttons and I could know everything. My problem was I used to press 20 buttons and I used to have a book every week to read. <laughs> I wanted to know everything, but that's just me. The majority of people I meet don't care and don't want to know. Um, and I think that's the way society is generally going. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I obviously, I, I believe that software can help a business, but I absolutely agree with what you're saying that I think the vast majority of people use it as a, as a very expensive calculator slash appointment book and, you know, you don't necessarily need to have all singing, all dancing software to do that. But I do believe that at a certain point in in a salon's size and structure, software almost does become a necessity because trying to manage uh, an appointment book for multiple therapists or multiple stylists uh, in different locations just becomes unfeasible without the help of some sort of software. So Say a salon owner has decided that it's the time, it's the right time, they, they want to start using software and they want to get the help that software can bring. What would be your, say, top few tips when looking for soft, uh, the right software? Yeah, so um, the one thing I've noticed about many software companies, because as a coach now, I dive into quite a few different salon owners' computer systems and they're all very, very similar. They're, they're very multi-page um, information. You can't get all the information on an A4 piece of paper, and you can't get all the information from one um, category that you're filling in. So you almost have to search in one place, search in a second place, and search in a third place. Mm -hmm. So for me, the ease of getting as much information that's relevant to your business with less clicks means you'll probably do it. It's, it's okay. a, a bit like um, joining a gym that's two minutes away from your home and joining a gym that's 20 minutes away from your home. <laughs> There's a good chance you'll do the two minutes more regular. Um, and I find that if you can find a computer system that has all the bells and whistles that is relevant to you and you can access that information really easy and quickly, I think that's the best way to go. Yeah, I think you've, you've hit upon the, the crucial thing there. Don't look for the software that's got the most amazing features decide what things are important for you and your business and what's important now and make the decision based on those don't don't go for what it can do you know further down the line make sure you you pick something that that can actually help your business now so um on a, on a slightly similar vein but coming at it from a, a slightly different point of view i guess um what advice do you have for salon owners that may have, have recently taken on software how would you recommend they get the most out of their software from day one as someone who's uh, as you say used to print out a map, practically a book of uh, figures each week what would you recommend is the, the best way to, to start getting the most from your software yeah I, th I think that the most people now and especially gen y's that are out there when they go and buy the latest game from playstation um or Xbox, it doesn't allow you to access all the features in one go. Um, and it does it very slowly by building you up to each level. And when you pass a level, you can access more levels, etc. And I think you should be exactly the same way with your software. So I think that I would only track one item until you can master tracking that one item. So for example, if you've just got a new computer system now, I would probably track how busy you are 
and how mm -hmm. much money you make. And then once you've mastered tracking that for a few weeks and it becomes very easy, then add another section for you to track until you can get a good picture of your salon. I think if you try and go in there and try and track five or six different things straight off the bat, I think you'll get very confused. Most, most people I meet find out they have all these numbers and they spend most of their time searching for the numbers, but they don't really put any time by to work through their numbers to find out what these numbers mean. So right. I would do it slow and just add one section add one at a time. time. That is that is really interesting. I've literally earlier today I've I've recorded um, my uh, a bunch of tips that I've got on this subject, and I think tip number seven was almost exactly that. It was uh, pick pick one thing and run with that until you fully understand it, and it's part of your daily process before you start adding more to it. So see, we're absolutely on the same page about these kind of things. So that's great. So I'm going to ask you um, another another question that I know you've got thoughts on because you sent me an email about this, and it is, what would your ideal software system be? How would it work, and what would it do? Oh, beautiful! This is the this is this is the one, and I'm on the search for this one. And after after speaking to you, I'm going to write to every single software company out there to offer my services to them. And Excellent. I I did I did start this actually two days ago. The first email has gone out. Um, I think that in this day and age, with the amount of knowledge that we have, I think a software company can come up with a system. For example, um, one of the biggest things to track in your business, and it's the biggest cash generator that you can look for, and it's also the biggest cash loser, is the average time between visits per client. Okay. If, and for myself, when I, I monitor, started monitoring this maybe six years ago, the difference between an eight-week client to a nine-week client was about $150,000. So when my average salon went from 8.2 to 9.2, I was $150,000 down. It's as simple as that. It's wow. a huge, it's the biggest, the biggest way to grow your business is get everyone in one week early. You almost put 30% on your business. It's so, so, um, it's so easy. But, but anyway, so, so for me, for example, when we talk about that particular section, your computer should flag as soon as your weeks start dragging out. Wow. But as it flags, it should give you a reason why that's happening and okay. how to fix it. Because when we, when we think about that, clients, for example, when you notice your weeks are dragging out, the, the key point first to first thing we look at as a coach is do your foil ladies have now converted to a tint because they want to drag out their appointments or mm -hmm. Is, is something happening outside of your salon to make that happen if you've still got the clients? We all, the retention still stayed the same. So we, it doesn't flag that, you see, the retention's still there. Mm -hmm. But that week is huge. But that's just an example. I think the computer should be clever enough now to flag us so we get mm -hmm. a bit of a warning that, okay, something's wrong in the salon and okay. then how to fix it. Just one, two, or three. You can choose A, B, C, or D. They'll all fix it um, mm -hmm. or they'll all, all make a start. And, and I also feel the same with percent of busy. You should be monitoring us and flagging out when Mary is now only 50% and last week she was 60. And how can we do that? And it should have scenarios to help Mary do either more retail or more consultations and, and get you to keep an eye on certain things. It's it's not that hard, I don't think. There were just two points that came off the top of my head. But They're, they're um, incredible. I've never heard that Um <laughs> put that way of if you can just get your clients in one week earlier it can make that much difference but now thinking about it it makes 
it makes so much sense. You could have fewer clients one week early, make even more money. What an incredible, incredible idea. So yes, I think I think software companies absolutely should hire you as a, as a coach coming up with ideas like that. Yeah, no one seems to track that at all. They, they just don't seem to be able to track um, the weeks between. So it's a big complicated section that I can do on Excel. So if mm-hmm. I can do it on Excel, I know a computer can do it. Absolutely. No, you're right. And I think uh, having come from obviously software development type companies and been involved with that before, I think, I think maybe companies get a little bit blinkered and they they sort of in in the early stages of a piece of software start to maybe innovate and come up with different ideas but then they kind of get stuck in the rut of simply doing what the clients are asking and if the clients are only asking for what they've kind of had before we never make sort of those steps forward but clearly you've had these thought processes and gone do you know what if I step back out of the software for a bit and I think what should it be doing for me you know, you can make these these leaps forward. And, and absolutely, that's something that a software system should have no problem doing if uh, if made to do so. So software companies take note. There's one more that, that I would have loved for my 20 years as a salon owner. Um, and I used to dedicate one hour a week to this. So it, it was just one hour that used to happen and 10 minutes a day was that my staff were on targets, like most people put their staff on targets. So what I had to do every morning as I entered my my salon was I had to go to the computer, I had to pull out exactly what my staff were doing, how they were traveling towards their target, mm-hmm. put the figures in manually, print it all off and put it in the back room. So if I was asking my staff to run a marathon, instead of going run a marathon, I'll tell you when you finished or if you've made it or not, each Mm -hmm. day I can tell them how close they are to their goal, how far away they are and how much of a reward they'll get. And I've done this every day for the last 20 years. And it it, it takes about an hour to set up a week and Mm -hmm. it takes literally um, five or 10 minutes every day to do this. And I try and get salon owners to do this because there's no point going on a Saturday morning or a Saturday night and explaining to your staff, oh, you've just missed your target by 10 pounds. It's, 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 it's irrelevant that yeah. they needed to know on Monday how close yeah. they were. Absolutely. I always thought a computer system, very easy. Why can't they just text or send an email to the stylist and say, this is where you're traveling. This is the way you're doing it. This yeah. is how much money or, or how much you'll get on, on, on the end. And it could do that all in the background with little triggers that can get set. I believe they can. I'm not a software design company, but I'm sure oh, absolutely. that's not hard to do either. And in fact, on, on that subject and, and, I'd not not heard you mention that before, but interestingly, so in this software month, I've been kind of doing a bit of investigation and, and looking into some of the the newer software systems and the online ones and 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 those kind of things. And I have actually found one that had a really interesting feature that they had was a staff dashboard, and it was a page that you could bring up, and it had those kind of figures in there. It didn't email the staff, and it didn't kind of send them a text message, but it was a, a one page. Um, screen that you could pull up and it had each member of staff and it had exactly how close or far away from their uh, target they were and i'll i'll be talking about that a little bit more in uh, uh the next article i think that i'm bringing out so i will i'll tease that one for now on there but so uh, rich i'll let you know which one that is and you can go check it out as well that is great because i think most gen y's and any people now that are a bit more older the gen x's they have their phones attached to their of course their hip and and they would know on the way to work oh, great, I've got a good day today, I've got this much booked in, I'm going to make this much at the end of the... It just helps. And a little and a little reward at the end by going, great, you had a good day today. Yeah, it it's wouldn't take much, would it? It's not that hard. You know, like, no? um, 
I've recently bought an iWatch, uh, an Apple Watch, sorry. Yeah. Um, and uh, I was, funny enough, I was doing an event uh, down in London just the other day. And it was a long event for salon and spa owners. And I was running around all day long. And at the end of the day, uh, when I was absolutely shattered, uh, my watch told me that I'd covered over 17 kilometers in that day. And <laughs> it sort of it sort of made me feel justified how tired I actually was. The fact that my watch had measured it and told me. And, and it actually did give me a little reward at the end of the day, a little, a little star symbol. So, so yeah, if watches can do that, I'm sure, I'm sure software can do that too. And I guess I guess my only complaint with with software companies and computers they they're here to make our lives easier, Absolutely. but sometimes we get so um, so built up with what we need to know and what we need to pull out. It, sometimes I don't know any salon owner that doesn't get a report and then also put it into their own report as well. Yeah. So we've got this computer and then we're doubling up. We're, we're putting yeah. it into our own spreadsheets because it's easier for us to understand of who we are. So, yes, we pull out the information, which is easy. We don't have to go through record cards or, or tickets, but we're still putting it into another system. And I just believe now we've come to a stage that somebody out there is going to invent a computer system with a built-in coach that's going to give you a little hint, a bit like your watch. Can you imagine if you only done 5Ks and your watch says, hey, Adam, why don't you go for a 30-minute walk? And that's going to get you to your goal today. You're yeah. like, okay, I'll do a 30-minute walk. Yeah, and it's brilliant. it's just you know, or why don't you walk up some stairs for five minutes and that's going to equivalent to what it meant to do for your day. Excellent, <laughs> excellent, brilliant idea, wonderful. <laughs> Richard, thank you so much for your time and your insight on this. I uh, I really do appreciate that. Um, now you mentioned earlier on that you're now uh, full time helping salon owners all over the world with your coaching programs. If any of the listeners want to know more about that, get in touch or find out more about you, what would be the best place for them to go to? Yeah, the best place is just to jump online and Google I Salon Coaching for interactive salon coaching. So it's just called I for interactive, isaloncoaching.com, and everything you need to know will be on that. Brilliant, wonderful. I'll put some links to that in the show notes page so you can track that down. I, I do encourage you to go up and uh, have a look at that. And even if you just for now sign up for uh, Rich's newsletter, some of his insights and articles are well worth reading. So, Rich, thank you again. I imagine we might be talking again soon, uh, possibly again on the podcast. Um, but until then, I will thank you for your time and I will say goodbye. Goodbye. Cheers. Thank you. No worries. Okay, folks, so there you have it. Some incredible information and insights there from Richard. Did you spot the tip? Get your clients in just one week earlier than they normally would do, and that results in an almost 20% increase in annual revenue. Amazing. Go back, have another listen. It's around about the 34-minute mark, but if you go to the show notes page on the website, you will be able to find a rundown of all the points that both I and Richard covered in today's episode, as well as any other links and information I mentioned. You can find the show notes at www.beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash episode six. If you have any questions, comments or feedback regarding today's show or any other show in the series, I encourage you to share them. Please use the comment section on the show notes page. Just scroll on down to the bottom and you'll find it. Or you can email me via adam at beautybusinesspodcast.com. Thank you so much for listening today. I really, really appreciate you taking the time to find, download and listen to the show. 
Remember, if you did find value in the show today, please head on over to iTunes, search for the show and leave a five star rating and or review. It only takes a couple of seconds and this not only helps me to know that what I'm doing here is useful to you, but by leaving that review, it helps other salon and spa owners and managers to find the show too. Who knows, it might be your review that I read out on next week's show like I did today with Be Beautiful X. Thank you again for your lovely review. I really appreciate it. So that brings us to the end of this episode of the Beauty Business Podcast. Don't forget, this is your show. Do send in any questions, issues or struggles you are having in your business today. Or even if you just have a great idea for a show or would like to share success or expertise that you have, please do get in touch. I look forward to bringing you the next episode, which will be available in a couple of weeks. It's going to be a good one. But for now, I shall say goodbye. Until next time. Bye.